Wow, Janet Lee. Whew. Did you ever cause the breezes to blow up from the green grasses of earth with those renderings? Thank you so very, very, very much. And hello, everybody out there in the world of listening. I hope you are stirred up by the last examples of incredible revelation that was given by the reading last week, last Sunday, on the awesome amount of information furnished you in the Acts of America Part 1. Well, today, Acts of America Part 2. Now, we're not dividing this according to the, the chapters of the blogs. <clears throat> we are um, just dividing it according to how much reading I can get done in the time. I don't know for sure if I can finish all of the Acts of America in this reading, but we're headed that way. And if we do, great. If we don't, we'll continue it on. So I want to say hello to you people who are so patiently and diligently uh, putting your minds to test for these deep, in, indivisible, and awesome things that are being revealed. I want to encourage you, for God has surely revealed to me that um, there are going to be onsets that will happen with various individuals in which their minds will be initiated into a new uh, organizing capability and um, interpreting capability uh, so that they can uh, split the differentiations of that which has been clay to that which is spirit. So hang in, hold on, really good things are coming up the road. Well, we left off last week with this example of about Tesla and how that he became very interested in what the founder of Buddhism had to say. And, uh, and that statement that he became so interested in was uh, when he said, I am not the one. This was the Buddha, the founder, that said, I am not the one. But 500 years after me, another one shall come. He will be the Savior. It was during that time, and 500 years after Buddha, that Jesus Christ was born. And at the age 28, ministering to Israel, the gospel of love to the whole world, Jesus was the one that was to come. That was where we left off last week. Let's go on with Tesla. What an interesting person. What a brilliant scientist. What an awesome inventor. Here we go. Tesla, due to his style of referring to the Jews, could be said to have been a, a somewhat bit anti-Semitic. The Arturians spent a great deal of time on this subject to tone down and change his anger at the Jews for killing Jesus, especially before he could perform all his miracles. Tesla felt sure that if Jesus had lived longer, he would have included revealing his power over lightning. Tesla would say to the Artursians, Jesus saw Satan falling as lightning to the earth, and he wanted to use lightning to demonstrate the power to reveal his legions of good angels so that believers would be able to see how the power of nature could be used 
because of good or evil reasons. But Jesus was cut off before that was to happen. The Bible explaining that if the prince, the prince of this world, or if the princes of this world knew who Jesus really was, they would not have, cru have crucified him. Let me read that little part again. But Jesus was cut off before that was to happen. The Bible explaining that if the princes of this world knew who Jesus really was, they would not have crucified him. Compare 1 Corinthians 2.8 King James. Kiesel, pronounced Kiesel, K-E-Y hyphen S-I-L, was the chief engine pilot of his craft. And over the team of Artesian explorers on his craft and chief controller of the messages to Tesla. The following messages were shared to TTTTT, who is, a, is very ancient and lived then and still lives presently. Some time ago, TTTTT shared these messages with me, Jerry Lee the Manifester. Kiesel and Artesian en engine, the other word for that is pilot, made often um, a contact with Tesla. Kiesel would sometimes create lightning storms and Tesla would open his window shades at the Waldorf, uh, the Waldorf uh, Astoria Hotel. And uh, though always enthralled with lightning, he was always excited to hear from Kiesel. So he would measure the angle given him by Kiesel to locate his extraterrestrial craft so as to make eye contact to the craft. Using the hotel itself as an antenna, including the fixtures he had secretly installed on the roof, he would speak in a loud voice into his transmitter receiver set. Strangely funny, sometimes hotel attendants and even some of Tesla's workpersons at the hotel would hear what they called eloquent words here and there of his conversation with Kiesel. This, of course, was rumored that Tesla as was talking to himself, which sometimes he did rehearse to himself what he would say to Kiesel when he knew in advance of his call. Interestingly, it was also said by the attendants and the work persons that there were certain times Tesla insisted on not being disturbed by attendants or visitors. It was at these times a few of the attendants would make excuses to be close to his door or cleaning a room, having a wall separating his apartment. Tesla was aware that this could happen, so he used mild electronic equipment to scatter the sound. This was not accepted well by Kiesel because it interfered sometimes with the quality of their transmissions, which Kiesel was recording. So then it was reduced to an on and off use of the sound scattering equipment. Tesla was a superb inventor and innovator. He would borrow parts from other pieces of equipment to make the temporary sound scattering equipment and then reassemble those parts back into the original equipment after each session. First understand, there is no accelerated or more advanced mathematics that are presently being used, including geometry and calculus, that can describe, even by numbers and signs, 
all the information that I would like to share with you. Nevertheless, these insights are not beyond the bounds of manifest realization. I want to take you beyond the practical to the secrets of the heretofore impossible. The ignorance of not knowing the possibility of a thing does not impose a construct to prevent the possibility of the making of that thing. Tesla, in his own words, claimed to be a seer, which in his opinion was more than being just an expert. Perhaps this is one way I can compare myself with Tesla, and perhaps the only way, since I am also a seer, even though, of course, of a different sort. Interestingly, both Tesla and I are Artursians. Yet, who as humans, being extraterrestrials, were both brought to Earth through trans transport birthing. And as well, we both are axles, an Artursian term meaning on a mission. Now let me depart from this little bit of uh, reading as a few uh, moments or so to say that this morning when I got up, I just had this awesomeness of spirit come upon me. I opened up the computer where I could write it down, and it was a new blog that uh, I am putting together. I did a lot of writing on it about the SWU. Now, I have written some other things about the SWU, but this particular writing was just absolutely out of the clay. It was just absolutely bubbling with an effervescence of spirit. And uh, you're going to get a chance in the near future to read this new uh, blog that I'll be putting on the Manifestor blog, a blog, um, uh, you know, uh, list that follows a whole bunch of other blogs that we've done uh, on our website. So just keep that in mind. Be looking for it. Let me go on with the reading. There are many incredulous potential creations and acts of things thought impossible, which nevertheless, no one is able to pose laws or mathematics to prove their eventual that their, their eventual reality as being impossible. When you read the Manifestor uh, Yada blogs and books, give yourself a chance to believe the truth, even if it seems extreme. Once someone said, the Manifestor Yada is so far out, I think he may be right on. When you are set free to the point that even the laws of physics must bow to the power of the fifth force, then of course, this is a major modulation from the old guard of concepts regarding unalterable constants and indicates that you are walking on the king's highway of knowledge. It is near the time that primitive minds must cease to exist as a meaning of relevance or move up to the realm of thoughts where the knowledge of the Lord is filling the gaps and draw, drawing a line to the word called impossible. Then Kiesel began to compose flexibilities of the how to do all things, such things as known to elite minds. The language was eloquent because it was supersedent. There is a way in how to initiate determinants of resolution that create or sustain above all opposite forces. Tesla was smiling, for somehow his thought knitted with his lattice from birth. Kiesel 
continued, the age of Ion. The age of Ion reveals the power of the fifth force to create force fields only slightly imagined in the minds of humans. A true force field has capacity to convolute or to involute all energy and substance. As a force of convolute, it is a repulsive force. As a force of involute, it is a force of supermagnetism which can attract any substance or energy. It is brained to obliterate what is attracted. Compressions are allowed to do that job. It is to be a force of attraction of cause only. Then compressions are never allowed to begin. And I should read that like if it is the desire or the causation to be a force of attraction only, then compressions are never allowed to begin. That would differentiate that particular effect. Remember, Tesla, everything has the potential. Now we can see here that, that the, the Artesian Kiesel is speaking and talking to Tesla, and this has been recorded and passed on uh, to TTTTT, and then from TTTTT passed on to me. That's why I have this knowledge of those things written in history about Tesla, in which it was said that uh, he claimed to have been in contact with uh, UFOs or flying saucers or extraterrestrials and have had conversations with them. And he found a way to hook up with them on a special broadcasting connection. Well, that is true. And uh, that, has, that experience has not been lost. And you are the privileged ones uh, that are having a chance to hear this thing of uh, revelation about a true happening with uh, uh, this uh, great man, Tesla. <clears throat> In the Bible, it speaks of the word becoming flesh. Compare John chapter 1, verse 14, KJV. And in fact, the Bible says, all things were made and can be made by this word. It is important to distinguish the capitalized word, capital W-O-R-D, from the non-capital word, small case, W-O-R-D. There is much being spoken by the common word, and it poses very limited creativity. However, the elevated, symbolized as capital, capitalized, word, capital W-O-R-D, has no limits, but holds that all things are possible. Ah, uh, what a smasher of the I can't do it, of the limitation d demise, of the realms of, of the fools who dibble and dabble in so many things being doomsday and so many things being not possible. A little throw in there, not written in the, the word here. Dear Sir, Mr. Kiesel, now we see that Tesla is talking to the Artesian, Mr. Kiesel, as he calls him. This is a huge vat of information, vat, V-A-T, of information. 
And I can see you are just at the beginning. How many of us transported Arturians are assigned to do this job? Kizio, you need to read your Bible with more understanding, Tesla. Did you not notice in the writings of Jude 14 that Ezekiel prophesied of the Lord coming to earth with ten thousands of his saints? There, Tesla, is the number you requested to know. How many Arturians who are assigned to earth? Now when you tie that in to Deuteronomy 33 to where it mentions that these 10,000s are connected to an event at Mount Sinai when the law was being given. And you connect that to Psalms 68, 17, in which the 10,000 saints turn into 20,000 chariots and all its angels. We see that Many times that when a number is given, that there is a number multiplicity attached to it. And that the number is quite outstanding and voluminous. Most scientists and physicists know that if you align two opposite magnets, it produces an opposite effect that if two magnets of the same polarity are close and facing each other. This, of course, with the one set creates attraction and with the other set creates repulsion. So then it can be seen that even in nature, with but a change of position, the force of attraction and repulsion are set in. Consequently, for even the universe to, convol to convolute that is C-O-N-V-O-L-U-T-E, or to involute, that is I-N-V-O-L-U-T-E, requires only a change of, of instruction for arrangement of position. What must be understood in order to initiate these presentations into meaningful action is similar to the word, capital W-O-R-D, being made flesh. <clears throat> when the word is made flesh, that is an action of convolute. When the word, capital W-O-R-D, is made spirit, that is an action of involute. Also, according to the Bible, God stretched out the heavens. S-T-R-E-T-C-H-E-D, stretched out the heavens. And one day will cause the heavens to roll together as a scroll, S-C-R-O-L-L. -L. To stretch is convolution, and to roll up is involution. <clears throat> so we see that in the language of the Bible, which is the language of God, spoken either as represented or spoken by the Holy Spirit, and that has extensive potentiation. And now to Tesla. Okay, okay, you've just honeyed my toast. But the Artrusian thing is alien to the human masses 
and scares the molecules of their brains. Kiesel, Tesla, for being, being such an inventive person, where is your spiritual innovation? If you change the name Arcturian to Angel or Messenger, and change the name Mars and Artura to Heavenly Places, you will soften the reality. Nevertheless, the day must come when the bare, B-A-R-E, waves of truth are exposed to the frequencies of the realities that belong to them. Compare Job 38:32 KJV. <clears throat> Continuing, Kiesel says, Tesla, remember Jesus, the disciples, and Paul. The apostle quoted scripture from such Bible inserts because throughout the Bible there are inserts put into the text by the Holy Spirit about truths more relevant to the hidden revelation than to the text it is, it is firstly inserted in. I have told you how that we are children of Enoch, which incorporates the Melchizedek ministry. The Melchizedek is clearly explained by Paul, the apostle, that Jesus Christ is after the order of Melchizedek, and that Melchizedek has no relatives on earth that he is a descendant of. <coughs> Nor is he under Abraham or Israel. Compare Hebrews 7, verses 1 through 6, KJV. And of course, that is because Melchizedek, being an Arturian, is not of this earth world. There is an insert in Isaiah 63, 16 that verifies this. <clears throat> A little break here. I hope that you take the time to write these scriptures down. Of course, you can always replay it again. That scripture I gave was Isaiah 63, 16. And now... Tesla speaks to Kiesel. Kiesel, since we have been communicating, I have noticed that the Bible speaks of us Arturians as coming on wings of chariots of fire to with seemingly use violent fire for destroying vast numbers of people. I have a problem with that. I thought our purpose was to save and not destroy. Kiesel to Tesla. Tesla, when you only use a part of the scriptures instead of all the scriptures, you can surely miss the conjunctions of truth. These scriptures to which you refer regard the battle of the Armageddon, Revelation 16.16 16, and Joel 2.11 KJV, and the attacked by Satan and his millions of Gog and Magog against the redeemed who are still stationed at the descendant from the father's house, Planetome, Jerusalem, after the millennium has been completed. And yes, the Arturians flying in their ziths will come and destroy with syntonic fire the forces of darkness that threaten to destroy the people of God. Compare Isaiah 66, 15 through 16. Isaiah 
ISAIAH 66, verses 15 through 16, and Revelation, R-E-V-E-L-A-T-I-O-N, chapter 20, 7 through 9 verses, KJV. Further, it is written, Isaiah 44, 7, and who is it that I, God, have called and declared to be set in order for me? It is the ancient people, offspring of Enoch, the Artursians, whom I have appointed to deal with the things that are coming on the earth. They shall come to the earth and show the people of God the way out of the coming things, the destruction upon the earth. And now under the title, The Voyage with Introductory Subjects. To begin, let me say, I do not position myself to be making any claims. I am rather making presentations. These presentations will in time make their own claims. Now, let there come the revelation and breakthrough that the world's scientists have sought for generations of time as regards how to unite the four forces of the universe. I think it is reasonable to say the string theory is not the theory of everything because it does not recognize the fifth force. When the fifth force is revealed, it will explain dark energy and dark matter. When the fifth, when the fifth force speaks, a force field will raise its flag and the space of the universe will open in a new and living way. Join this voyage. There has been no other like it. It is written, Since the beginning of the world, men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, neither has the eye seen. O oh God, the secrets you hold of knowledge and love that has waited from the foundations of the earth to be known. Compare Isaiah, I-S-A-I-A-H, 64, verse 4, M-I-V. This is the manifest version of the Bible that will one day be made available to you, no doubt, as I interject this. Title, Virtual Energy and Particles from the Vacuum, A Brief. Resistance is the force that has prevented the flow of many potential marvels. Now, I just would like to throw in here how careful we must be with the resistance. <clears throat> that does not mean that we need to avoid having a precision of opinion that tries to know the truth. But we have to be careful not to be so resistant that we lose the marvels that are available. <coughs> resistance is a force. Resistance is the force that has prevented the flow of many potential marvels. Yet for many issues, resistance is vital. The greatest superconductors, greatest superconductors that exist are asleep in the millions and billions of minds of unaware mortals. 
There are answers to most of the mysteries of the universe for the open mind, the incalculable number of virtual particles that flash in and out of existence in space have potential to be controlled and used in a prolonged way. Let's, let's read that again. The incalculable number of virtual particles that flash in and out of existence in space have potential to be controlled and used in a prolonged way. The Bible describes this virtual aspect as calling those things that are as though they are not, and calling those things that are not as though they were. Compare Romans chapter 4, verse 7. Romans, R-O-M-A-N-S. And Hebrews, H-E-B-R-E-W-S, 11, verse 3, M-I-V. It is the same force and effect that would allow a camel to go through a needle's eye. Ah, remember that? Our recent teachings, the journey to zero. <clears throat> Compare Luke 18, 25 through 27, KJV. Another title, Stretching Space and the Memories of the Mind. The Bible shows us that it is impossible, or the Bible rather shows us that it is possible to stretch or shrink space. Compare for stretching Isaiah 40, 22, Isaiah 44, 24, Isaiah 42, 5, Isaiah 45, 12, and Isaiah 51, 13. Also compare Zechariah, Z or Z, E C H A R I A H, 12, verse 1, and Psalms 104, 2, and Jeremiah 10, 12. Jeremiah. J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H. Compare for shrinking Isaiah 34.4 and Revelation 6.14 KJV. My view on this is different from some other physicists who use this stretching of space for one description as inflation. I see the shrinking of space in one sense as the removal of distance expressed by the length of longitude of space as space is folded instead of being stretched. On the other hand, for one instance, I see the stretching of space as an increase in the distance between stars to stars and planets to planets. Now, let me interject in my reading here. Just so, historically speaking, as these videos get out and people begin to read this, and they begin to wonder how that you can fold space. It can only happen when the trajectory and the persons in that trajectory, uh, unit or vessel or ship, is moving through the spirit realm and we're not talking of the spirit in the sense of the spirituality, but we're talking about the spirit in the sense of an energy. So that when you are not moving through the physical realm at all, as in the sense of journeying through the spirit, through this, through, through the 
um, physical realm, but you are moving through the spiritual realm, or we should really say spirit realm, because that the universe without the spirit is dead. So this means that, that in the context of the universe, there is spirit. So there is a part of the physical universe that is spirit. And there is a way to move through the spirit part of that physical universe instead of the physical part of that universe so that when you move through the spiritual part of that universe, you are moving at no resistance and at assisted, assisted speed that the spirit allows. Okay, you may or may not understand that, but it's down for the understanding of the future. In, in physics, it is, given, it is a given that any theory provided to be a major part of a scientific explanation about the why and the functions of the universe, which doesn't allow for energy or information to be exchanged, is likely more irrelevant than relevant. A realization that must be accomplished and, ob and obtained is the ability to transfer information in a different way and at a higher level and of instant exchange beyond what mortals have ever known. The Bible speaks of such a high-level exchange. In those days, I will put my law into the minds of humans and write them in their hearts. The need uh, to use, now get this, it's important, and put them in their hearts the need to use the old methods of information exchange will never be used again. It will not be necessary to teach the laws and have them memorized anymore. Every human being under the new infusion system will have the laws inscribed into their minds, and they will not need to question the reality of God ever again. Read Hebrews, H-E-B-R-E-W-S, chapter 8, verse 10 through 11, M-I-V. The patterns of all things of the universe will be understood. For, for though the Soundtron, capital word, capital W-R-D, well of God, the worlds of the universe and the universe were made, and by Lalolution, things invisible were, made, were used to make all things visible that needed to be visible. Compare Hebrews 11, 3, M-I-V. The Soundtron is a message of love and creation which is impressed invisibly and silently into all things. And now, transposing. The music to transpose is to change a tune or melody from one key of pitch to another. The term transposing may seem to be a strange word for being used scientifically, but in fact it is a perfect scientific word. In addition, there have been scientists of the past who were into the music of the spheres. Even the modern theory of strings incorporates the idea of vibrations of atomic harmony, especially in the loops and brains, B-R-A-N-E-S, of the strings. In addition to the harmony of the creation, there is the tonicity of creation. I am using the term transposing to deal with the four, four, the four forces and the fifth force. As you will discover later in my presentation, you may be amazed to discover how much science there is in the Bible. Put 
in symbolic and in code. The four forces are described in the Bible as four spirits that permeate the earth and all the universe. Compare Zechariah, Z or Z, E-C-H-A-R-I-A-H, 6-5. Now just a little bit more reading and we're going to take a break. A major problem for initiating a unity between the understanding of people and religion and science is the language barrier. So then there is a real relative need for transposing. The language barriers persist in culture, jargon, beliefs, and inherent religious and anti-religious tendencies. Never u- nevertheless, using the King James Bible version, one finds word like spirit slash spirits, other ways to say this this uh, representing power or powers or force and forces. It can be shown in the Bible that the term spirit can be translated power or forces. And now, Janet Lee at the organ.
I can do nothing less, Janet Lee, than thank you again. You have such a swift way of bringing those unusual kind of rises in the music that touch the heart and the soul. I thank you again. All right, here we are, back to the Word. And I must confess that once in a while, as I'm reading, um, I am inserting little bits here and there uh, to um, update later information that I revealed, which uh, I always, in my presentations, do hold back certain quantities of information just due to the fact that sometimes it's just too concentrated to pour out all at once. But as our people are really beginning to cling to this word and beginning to um, fusion of their spirit minds into the anchoring of its truth, they are more and more beginning to have a feel for it. That means it's only a matter of time before the doors of this revelation will open and suddenly, like a mighty rushing wind, the Holy Spirit will pour in in one evidence built upon another that sudden rushing infill of knowing what you have not known because you could not remember, you will suddenly know. For the Bible says the Holy Spirit will bring all things to remembrance. So here we go. As we continue to read, most scientists would have a problem talking in a technical language that uses the term spirit. That is not surprising because the Bible says that a system of laws of actions have taken away the key of knowledge. Compare Luke, L-U-K-E, 11, 52, K-J-V. Transposing physical to spirit energy is a kind of translation, which is Bible. The spirit of man is formed, made, within the man. Compare Zechariah 12, 1, K-J-V. Title, Keys of Knowledge. We emphatically see the Bible speaks of keys. Many of these keys are actually descriptions of mighty forces in the universe. Quote, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Parentheses, heaven equaling cosmos. And Christ said to his disciples, My people must go also to the cosmos to speak the truth of reality to all creation. Parentheses. Compare the word world used in Mark 16. Mark, M-A-R-K, 16, verse 15. M-I-V is actually the Greek word cosmos. C-O-S-M-O-S. Basically means the orderly state of the stars of the universe. And, what's, and whosoever, or whatsoever rather, thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. 
Compare Matthew 16, 19. Four of the keys of the cosmos are the four forces. Which, which force, uh, forces cover universal space, including hell and, of course, including black holes? Compare Revelation. Parentheses. Compare Revelations 1, 18, KJV. The term hell is used in Second Peter 2, 4, KJV, and it's called, in the Greek, Tartaru. The use of this said term means incarceration and refers to an on-earth human body happening. Also read Revelations 1.18 KJV. Interestingly, the Bible says there are keys to death and hell. It is clear to me that the religious element as well as the human collective mind have no true understanding of these two subjects. To just add value to the point, that there are several different interpretations of the word in the English used called hell. And when you are reading some of these words, hell, spirit, etc., etc., they have many meanings sometimes that are not limited to just one interpretation. Jesus Christ said, I do not bless you because you are a shredder who has hindered the way to the laws of truth. Your brainstorm was to seal off the keys of knowledge from all but your chosen few and yourself. Yet not only have you taken away the keys of knowledge from those who believed, you have, as lawyers, also deceived yourself from being availed to this knowledge. Compare Luke chapter 11, verse 52. MIV. Furthermore, to you who believe, do not gauge for one moment that there are not major principalities with dark minds who are very familiar, who are very familiar with the keys of the knowledge of the four forces, not necessarily the exact same forces as described, nor in the exact same order as present modern times. <clears throat> there, of course, are principalities who are provisional agents of good providence. And there are principalities who are agents of destructive providence. Perhaps some scientists would be embarrassed to say that Jesus Christ, as Yaviel, was a principality who was well aware of the four forces of nature. <clears throat> I believe he even used the fifth force to feed the crowd of 5,000 by multiplying the fishes and the loaves from virtual reality. It is written, let not, let not your heart be troubled. My dear readers, I encourage you to not be troubled, as the scripture says, especially as we move <clears throat> into deeper and deeper compositions of insights. Allow time for the complete reading of the book. Before you draw any conclusions, the truth is coming up the road, and his crown will fit the spirit of your mind. Title, Other Dimensions. <clears throat> Do not think that the Bible is empty about the subject of dimensions. It is mostly a case of knowing the scriptures and the words that correspond 
to the meanings of dimensions. The following are a couple of examples. In my father's planet realms, parentheses, house, are many dimensions, parentheses, mansions. I tell you this because it is true and important for you to know. Compare John 14, verse 2, MIV. There is a thought arising <coughs> of one who creates, who divides the expanses of the infinite space into levels of stories of dimensions, is a journey. It is a journey to the higher places. It is the same one who took the vapors of gases and made them into liquid waters from which to be poured out upon the face of the earth. Compare Amos, A-M-O-S, 9, verse 6, M-I-V. Title, the Bible is clear about there being many mansions or many dimensions. Subtitle, collective list, energy dots, memory, and why the universe is how it is. To reveal to you the fifth force, I will discuss the making of the universe very briefly. Details of scripture will come later, perhaps in following blogs. I teach that energy dots are extensive compressed dots of information from past universes locked into memory compressions that survive from universe to universe. Based on a very similar kind of event as when a universe ends, the memory of the structure, energy, and forces of that universe throughout its entire term of existence is recorded in the compressed dot of that total universe at its end stage. When after eternities it becomes time for the compressed residue of that universe to be stretched out into a new uni universe form, the memory of elements and the forces of effects, but especially the soundtron memory of the former universe, act as a brain for the processes of making the new universe. This process can be added can be added to or modified by creator entities strumming the soundtron and introducing punctuate latolution. Understand a new universe, and I'm going to underline that um, part about um, the punctuate uh, energy because uh, that is a big, big su subject uh, that. One day I'll be able to, you know, to get into uh, this very, very awesome, very, very awesome. <coughs> okay. To reveal to you the fifth force, I will first discuss the making of the universe very briefly. Details of scripture will come later, perhaps in the following blogs. I teach that energy dots are extensively compressed dots of information from past universes locked into memory compressions that survive from universe to universe. Based on a very similar kind of event as when a universe ends, the memory of the, stru memory of the structure, energy, and forces of that universe throughout the entire term of existence is recorded in the compressed dot of that total universe at its end stage. I hope you don't mind me having read that again because I just felt it was important for clarity. When after eternities, 
it becomes time for the compressed residue of that universe to be stretched out into a new universe form. The memory of the element and forces of effects, but especially the Soundtron memory of the former universe, act as a brain for the processes of making the new universe. This process can be added to or moderated by creator entities strumming the Soundtron and introducing punctuate latolution. Understand, a new universe left to latolute on its own is never an exact copy of the former universe. All of this, as said, is Bible story of the Bible, secured within the Bible's deep word. So, then when the universe energy dot is initiated to be released from its compressed state, it does not have the problem that physicists have assigned as a need for answers to explain how the parts of the universe having been flung outward and therefore being separated in different zones and ranges of distance apart could show a balance of temperatures universal-wide and also they posit the problem that even as some scientists call it, the singularity, the compressed dot of the former universe, once the initiation to expand has begun, experience, according to physicists, a time shortage for allowing light to have impingence over the whole of the compressed dot. Nor the more, even at the bursting of the compressed dot, while expanding at speeds faster than light, is the light able to cover the situation of the missing light spread. Now, what I've read there, there to you is a problem that scientists have um, with uh, the different speed values and, um, and, and the different velocity rates of the expansion of the universe. But how that uh, some of these uh, velocity rates um, have a situation where there are cases in which they do not um, cover all of the um, outbursting uh, trajectory uh, of the universe's expansion uh, at the instant of their, uh, their shooting into space. And um, the only reality aspect that can explain that is the, uh, the fifth force, which uh, this is quite an elongated explanation, so I won't deviate from the reading to explain it to you, but it's just important that uh, you understand <coughs> there are answers for all of those things, even though scientists have not solved it yet. After the event of the burst, the light is not able, even at such swift velocities, to hypertrophy the light to every corner prior to what is to become a stretched out universe. What does this mean? This means that although people might call the speed of light a constant and that it is acting as a constant, that the universe is moving at a rate that exceeds that of what is commonly understood as the speed of light. So that when we put the limits of the momentum of the speed of light, as scientists 
does at this time, based on Einstein's equation, then there is a problem because it has actually been shown where there are parts of the universe that have moved at a velocity exceeding the light so that the light does not even cover the movement of that part of the universe, that the, it, the movement of that universe exceeds and beats the light to those advanced spots in space. Let me go on. Then came what was thought to be a new invention, inflation. A new scientific invention. It was thought this would solve or ease such mentioned above problems. First, I should say, suppose few of any persons noticed that hundreds of years past, the Bible severally says that during creation, God stretched out the heavens in space. The word stretched is a word that can mean inflation. Alas, the inventors of inflation were only at least in one major aspect reiterating God's application of stretching out the heavens as mentioned in many scriptures of the Bible. I do not say there are not nor were uh, there different points being made in the story of the inflation as being applicable. The go in God's story, there needed to be no cover position for puzzling things to humans as concerned and regard what seemed strange and difficult effects to understand, which were processed during creation. All protraction of the universe as they were developed were written in the memory dot waves about the universe prior and were being passed on. Add to that latolution instead of evolution, and the soundtron wave that permeates all things, and clearly God's hand is in everything. With all the brilliant minds, genuine efforts, and near endless toils of scientifics, scientists, physicians, uh, physicists rather, mathematicians and astronomers, and chemists, whom I applaud, it is, it, it is not a wonder why the solution to the questions of the universe have not been found in resolution. It is clearly because they have not found the mind of God and that the answers are not just blowing in the wind. They are in the mind of God. Sadly, these studiously said professionals, although research-wise are graduated from the, from the middle of nowhere, they still are only at the fringe of somewhere. Title. The Peace Bible about creation beginnings. Now please view the first three Bible verses of Genesis as interpreted by the Peace Manifest Bible and given in, in part here. One, principally, manifold God had created the heavens and his matter in the universe before, of course. A new universe in process of, uh, process of creation from the compressed energies of a dead previous universe. But the matter, verse 2, having lost its form was in ruins, its mass imprisoned in the void of darkness. Therefore the force, the spiriting force, of the manifold God began to loosen the original energies now in deep density of compression. Verse 3, then manifold God spoke his word to the soundtron, 
the will of God that was permeated into all of all the density mass of the last universe. Let there be aura, spiritual light, and there was aura. This then is an answer from the mind of God. Things that happened in a newly created universal happened the way they happened. Let me read that again. Things that happened in a newly created universe happened the way they happened because of impressions of God put into the prior universe via the soundtron. The resultant state can be latitude by the time of nature or by advanced minds that strung the soundtrons to bring about additional change. The soundtron allows the potential of change to be triggered by such mind forces. Title. Some technical mind will query, how do we know there was a prior universe? My answer is, how do we know there was not a prior universe? The substance debris, which came from the so-called Big Bang, Big Bang alone substantiates prior energy existing before the present universe. Considering many universes are many scientists seem to have no problem allowing parallel universes aplenty. Why should at least any of those scientists have a problem with a prior universe? Otherwise, what is your answer to the question from where came the substance for density that the said Big Bang used to make a huge universe with? Additionally, keep in mind, there are no proper laws in physics that expressively prohibit there being prior universes. Nor are there laws of physics that would prohibit information from passing from universe to universe, even through, even though a compression density, uh, especially if all this information was stored in the soundtron, which has spirit characteristics. Understand, spirit can go through fervent fire and, fire and not burn. Check the story of the three Hebrew assistants of Daniel, who were cast into a fiery furnace but did not burn, nor was the hair of their heads even singed, because a spirit angel covered them. Also, the spirit being ubiquitously involved can obviously be compressed according to the Bible, because it is and can be in anything of any size. It can be said that spirit is everlasting and cannot be destroyed. The XYZ of the laws of physics and its coordinates clearly teach that even energies and matter are not destroyed, but changed into different forms. May I suggest that scientists not be funny-feeling or too objectionably um, uh, weird about the term spirit. After all, in consideration of the many years of upside down, sometimes on, sometimes off, plus confusion about scientific theories and hypotheses, thought to be pillars, which nevertheless have become heirs of science. Therefore, it would seem open mind should not be absent of the transcendence of thought that spirit could have and does have a very important part in the reality of the universe that was, that is, and that is to be. If a special, if a person believes in God and the Bible, there are deep answers in the Word, capital W, O R D. Especially if a seer is available to interpret. Sure, some Bible stories are parables, but even the fact that such possibilities are mentioned 
consigns to the scripture in Genesis 11:6 that says, nothing will be restrained from the mortals they have imagined to do. Think of the many proposed writings of science fiction authors whose ideas at first belonged to the Funny Book Club. However, in the course of time, many of those ideas be, uh, have come to reality. The word of the Bible says in the beginning of a universe, the heavens and space are stretched out. The Bible then concludes that the end of the universe, the stars and all that consist of the heavens of the universe are rolled together like a scroll. This rolling together since being applied to the universe implies compression and density. So then the Bible tells us quite clearly that by describing the method of creation by beginning with stretching out the heavens, that something quite compacted a density was first existent for a source to be stretched out. That source, of course, was the compressed debris of a former universe. As to the ubiquity of God's word, the memoir, capital M-E-M-W-A-H, the scripture says, if I fly to the furthest, most distant of the heaven, you are there. If I descend into hell, you are there. Put that all together with the Peace Manifest Bible's interpretation as given above. And one should be able to see that as in verse 2 of chapter 1, the earth cannot really be called the earth in the sense as being a planet, especially if it is without form and void. So that what is being described in the Bible is the source of the particulates which from the earth could be made. Clearly then, by interpretation, a world that was then in the density of its particulates is the point of the Bible's reference, that which could be a preceding of thought, preparing for the act in the loosening of densities and the actuation of a creation. Since then, it is, since time is not relevant with God, the when is the process and the what to be will be when it is. Title, mathematics and their role when coupled with reason. When coupled with reason. So for all the experimental math and untold hours trying to explain the universe without the Bible's information, all I can say is, oh my. Of course, mathematics is, be is a beautiful language, and I will never deny that. The hours I have spent with my new maths, benefits from God, logistical rhythmatic, trit, capital T, dot, capital R, dot, capital I, dot, capital T, dot, and quote M, capital Q, U-O-T, hyphen, capital A, and capital M, quote M, numerations, capital N-U-M-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-S, have never tired or bored me. The pivot point to this total e e equilibrium of the internal and external of all the everything is to understand the heavens do rule. The heavens do rule. Compare Daniel chapter 4, verse 26, KJV. We must come then to understand there are powers and principalities which are forces that do rule the universe. 
Compare Ephesians 6, 12, KJV. Ezekiel wrote, The heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. Parentheses. So also is it written, without a vision, that people perish. End of parentheses. I call this power the fifth force. There is no worthwhile cause to vacillate. Dilemma is a, dilemma is a beast that is a friend to no one. Scientists and physicists, give this manifest insight a chance to be warranted to your minds. Even the math of imagination has been shown to produce substantial images in various ways to configure, to parallel concepts to reality. In matters of factuality and actualities, what many mortals have done in their twist of mania religious beliefs has folded the passwords of two truth and created a theatrical uh, pantomime which has shamed the revelation of hope for faith in God. Historically much strife, torture, murder, suffering, and ignorance have been practiced in the name of God as so-called pure religion. That is not to say that there has never been any person who have stood by truth for the remains of the suffering of their martyred bodies are testimonies of that. Nevertheless, they who are ready to move on must no longer breathe the dirty smoke of pagan historical and present-day poison perfume mentalities. There is a summons that beckons all watch station persons to higher places of observation. Title, Vitals of the Fifth Force, The Domatron Effect. To help the reader, the listener, I want to go over some language terms that are important to know when discussing the fifth force. So here it is. Here's the list. Number one, the first domain, the heaven of heavens, a spirit realm that takes on manifestation in the universe. Two, the domatron effect, which is the fifth force, the revelation that the presence of the first domain effect affects the universe majorly. Details to come. Three, M, Tristy, A, capital A, capital M, small case, T R I C I T Y, M, Tricity, a spirit form of, of electricity manifested in the universe in particles not yet discovered. Consequently, M, Tricity is not a secondary source of power such as electricity is. It is the key to perpetual industry, energy because it cannot be destroyed, yet does not belong to the Newton laws of thermodynamics. 4. Soundtron. 12 circuits, 12 dimensions, includes dimensions of dark energy, dimensions of dark matter. The Soundtron name and title is derived from two Bible scriptures and two words line, as in measurement and sound, sign as in uh, sound as in the word of knowledge. Those scriptures being Psalms 19.1 KJV and Romans 10.18 KJV. A transliteration of Psalms 19.1-4 KJV. Number five. Soundtron wave slash sympathetic vibrations, comma, vibration resonance, comma, also includes cycles and laws of harmonic vibrations, comma, actions in compression, Comma, 
uh, longitudinal, comma, transverse, comma, and first incident waves, comma, vibration effects that can vibrate into being being literal or temporal dimensions and states of of phantom and virtual abstract to the extent of changing the spin of atomic lattice of electrons, photons, neutrinos, and etc., and to the extent of reversing the fields of negative and positive. Six, latolution has used the effects of polarity states and rotating vortexes, vortexes, V-O-R-T-E-X-E-X, V-O-R-T-E-X-E-S, polarity, P-O-L-A-R-I-T-Y. Seven, convolution, C-O-N-V-O-L-U-T-I-O-N, slash, involution, I-N-V-O-L-U-T-I-O-N, parentheses, to come as explained by TRIT, New Mathematics of Dr. Jerry Lee, into parentheses. Number eight, photo-transition, slash, energy dots, slash, trajectories. Nine, phototranslation, comma, instant relocation. Ten, spiriting, period. Phototransition, comma, remote actions of creation or contact. Eleven, lattice, slash, impetition, comma, the entity of our situation character imposed by creation of forces of nature. Twelve, ectasis, E-C-T-A-S-I-S, stretching, inflation, protraction, the method of methods of causing the universe to expand. Title, the fifth force and how it works. The domatron effect is a first domain influence, but not like any other interpretation of the word influence. When Jesus Christ spoke to the storm to be still on the Lake of Galilee, and the winds obeyed, and he was using the fifth force. The impressions of the image of the fifth force is embedded in all universal creation. It has been said that because humans are under the cloud of an incompleteness theorem, it is impossible to ultimately discover all the axioms of the universe by humans because humans are made of the same stuff the universe is. Interesting. Job 38.7 speaks of the day stars, the morning stars, and makes them to be like sons of God. And there's a scripture in the New Testament that speaks of the day star arising in a person's heart. And there's that awesome scripture in Job 38.21 that says, that says you know this. You know this because you were born then. Wow, can you imagine that? Job 38.21. You know. You know these things because you were born then. Wow. Check out that last statement in 
Job 38, 31 through 33. Because humans are made of the same stuff of the uni that the universe is, therefore being a part of the atoms, molecules and axioms of the universe make it impossible to differentiate by an opinion as to what is not affected by one's own molecules and atoms of the brain. It is not enough to say I am making no reference to myself, because even to say that is an act of molecular coherence, which connects you to the subject of the investigation for the discovery of the total axioms of the universe. However, since on Earth we humans are sown in an actual natural, natural body, but in the resurrection raised in a spiritual body, and since by the information of the Bible we know, as we are even now in our natural bodies, the persons we are being only 50% natural and the rest of our being being 50% spirit. The spirit abides in each human's solar plexus. And the 50% is not, of course, figured by weight, but based on life position effect. Well, we are going to close out the reading. We have not finished it. It looks like there's going to need to be one more reading in order to finish it. And so we will have to forward this to next week and to there being a third part reading of the Acts of America. Dear people, dear listeners, please stand by these ministries during this time. We were only three days away from totally finishing Star Rise, but I had to take uh, my workers off from finishing that in order to put together some film copy and, um, and picture images that I needed for my meeting uh, with the film company uh, next week. But nevertheless, hang in there. We will get all these things done. We will get them published. We will go forward. And bigger and bigger things are in the making. The ark of God is coming up the road. May God's healing reach out to you right now. As my wife Janet is playing the organ, bringing this session to a close. May the healing Spirit of God enter into your body, touching the very filaments of your hair, working down through every cell to the very bottom of your feet, and heal you and protect you as divine persons who are destinata, called into this incredible revelation. May God give you strength and dynamically make you an exception to exceptions. We love you. Thank you for all that you do. It is not taken in vain. Bless you. Amen.